New Citrus Podcast. Back in the building, Pooh. What up? I'm yeah, your host, Pooh. I got my boy, Smooth. I'm here. The, uh, the guest, guest host, you. The before mission, guest host, you. Fuck it. back. <laughs> he was MIA last time we all heard from us. Yeah, still waiting on that jump, Pooh. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, bro. You need a jump in 2020. Yes, I. It's did. called. It's called fucking AAA roadside one. It's too late. So it's taken care of now, of course. Two. I, I drove here, nigga. Bro, <laughs> you niggas will find a way, right? We had people there. We had shots hey, being made, man. You could have. Damn. That was a good the one. The poet called me. He said he wasn't coming, so I found out early. He definitely didn't call you. Uh, but um, <laughs> moving on. Edit. <laughs> welcome, my guy, to the hey, 30 man. Club. We welcome, welcome guest host, you. You're the 30 Club. Yeah, anyway. Touch base with you since you turned 30. How you feeling, bro? Oh, Happy yes. belated. Happy belated, by the way, Happy for the listeners. Happy belated birthday. You, you, How was your birthday you. weekend? How did, what did you do? Tell uh, the people what you cool, do. It was cool, man. Me and my fiance, we uh, rented a house out in Fresno. Mm. Ooh. With a little pool. Ooh. Y'all should have came. Talking but, money. Um, I can't afford that, it. Man, it was I cool. I, that, you know, mm, expensive. I, I brought brought it in with her, and that was, mm-hmm. you know, mm. it, was, it was a great, it was, I had a great time, mm. you know, so. Happy belated, brother. Appreciate hey, happy belated, it. bro. It. Welcome to the Thirty Thirty Club. Man, cause you, man. hey, shout out to hey, uh, your mother and shout out to your fiance. They demand shit from 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 you in a timely fashion. You know, and, uh, they hit me up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, can oh, you yeah. send it today? Yeah. I'm like, all right, uh-huh. I got you. Don't yeah. worry. About uh, appreciate it. you guys' video too, by the way. Thank all you. good. All good. It's all love. You know that. Man, uh, man, of course. But we got today, Smooth. Yo, today we're talking about fear. Mm-hmm. Fear and procrastination. Fear of God, fear of self. Mm. Fear of love. What is fear? What is fear, Jew? Um, anything you can't face. <laughs> mm. Go deeper. Can't face. What do you mean? I mean, I mean it's, it's, you know, y'all know what it is. It's anything you're scared of. <laughs> What's scared? Scared, cause you know something that you just don't choose to ignore. Something that you, 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 you know, you know you want to mm. do, but uh, you for some reason you feel like you can't. Beautiful. Mm. Fear is yes something that you definitely ignore. Fear is something that creates kind of. It creates a different you in my, like, you're you in your everyday, except when fear comes about and then you act out of character. Fear literally changes people's whole character. They could be one way and be a completely different way due to fear. What do you think fear is, Pooh? I'm going to give you guys the definition. <laughs> okay, all right. From who, though? Uh, the dictionary. Which one? Uh, the Webster, the Little Man Dictionary. Okay. All right, um, all right. An unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, <laughs> likely to cause pain or a threat. Mm. All right. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's they definition. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, Paul? <laughs> 
Uh, fear to me is um running away from the things that you're afraid of. Um, I believe anything you fear, you don't try to do. Um, mm. small things. You can be afraid of uh heights, swimming. I'm afraid I can't swim, but I'm jumping in the water. Eating new things. Uh, yeah, eating new things, trying new things, anything like whatever is fearful to you or a fear of you or something that you're afraid of. That's what a fear is. You're literally afraid of, you know, what might happen, but the reward at the end of it is the best thing that you could possibly feel. Well, I'm glad you said that. So, what are some fears that <coughs> you gentlemen have? I can't swim. That's one, but I'm not. I've conquered that fear of, you know, getting same, in the water. You know, I got with the same, no problem. But um, what I did was I started taking swimming ah, classes. I was in there. Was like, kicking his feet. Mm-hmm. Huh? I, I haven't. I didn't go to all of them. But I, of course, I. You know, I haven't been on it, but um, well, if you like, learn, it, you learn. In the middle, like, um, yeah, I was in there with like babies and fucking five year olds and shit like don't that. Matter, like, <laughs> that's their journey. You nah, it was it was humbling, but it was you know at the same time, I, of course, I didn't really care. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, swimming, uh, fear. That's definitely one of them. Uh, I used to have a fear of heights. I feel like all of my fears I faced already. I don't have any. I'm not afraid of like animals and shit like that. Insects. You don't become rodents. afraid of new things as time progresses. No, I haven't seen anything that I've been afraid of in a long time. Fear of swimming in heights is probably my two most major fears. Now it's like I don't have any anymore. Hmm. Um. Fear. Fear for me. I have fear of being late. <laughs> uh, uh, Too late for that shit. All right, well, hey, <laughs> hey, sometimes it happens. Um, I have a fear of not um, not keeping my word. I have a fear of not being prepared when I'm supposed to be. When I'm put to the test and when I'm expected to rise at a certain level, my fear is the the unpreparedness of that. Um, and speaking of unpreparedness, do you guys? What do you guys think? Is there a correlation between procrastination and fear? Do you think? Of course, fear leads to procrastination. It's like a direct link, I think. Facts. <laughs> I mean, at least hmm. from you know personal experience, probably yeah, it's probably mm-hmm. direct, directly. So, you can say because you always want to start something new. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. always, I mean, I don't know about certain people, but for me, there's always a certain bug in me that wants to be like, all right, you got to try something new, mm-hmm. but you're gonna start on Monday. Mm-hmm. Then that Monday turns into the next Monday. Mm-hmm. That's the part where it gets fucked up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was uh, I read this book during the weekend called The Alchemist Tells a Story, um, and in it basically said when you're going towards your mission, the universe is going to do everything to help you out. But in the beginning, you have beginner's luck. A couple things go your way in the beginning, but you're going to go through a lot of trials and tribulations to test yourself to go what it is to do what it is that you're going to do and through positivity and 
just looking out. And so what you guys said was kind of interesting, but so that's from, called what? The Alchemist, you said? The Alchemist. Who's the author? Um, Paleo, I forget his last name. Okay. But it's a pretty famous book. All right. Um, you can check that out. Um, so going into that, since you guys are saying that's a direct link to fear, <coughs> I could say procrastination is a pretty commonly used synonym in the human language in everyday talk, correct? The word procrastination, or just yeah, procrastination. It's just a synonym for what? No, no, just like it's just a word that's used. I guess oh, you could okay. say it's just like a commonly used word, right? Yeah. Some sorts, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Um, what do you guys find yourselves procrastinating in? Because I feel like procrastination is like a micro fear, you know, mm. or it could be a huge fear. It, it it really depends because I'm I procrastinated on my fucking laundry. Do I have a fear of doing my laundry? No, but mm-hmm. uh, how do I feel about it? I have a fear of starting something and forgetting that I got left in the washer, even though I do it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Or do I have a fear of just thinking something and actually following through with everything that I'm saying mm-hmm. and. Even that is in the breath of doing Maybe laundry. Maybe you got a fear of just wasting that time doing laundry. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, it just depends on the Maybe severity of like. Maybe you subconsciously or how find serious that unproductive it is. or something. You know what? The seriousness of what it is you're that right. you're procrastinating. <laughs> if it's something small, true. it really doesn't, doesn't really matter. If it's small, I don't think that's considered fear. But if it's like a goal, something that's goal oriented, and then you're procrastinating on it, that's a fear. But you just said that there's a direct link to procrastination and fear. Yeah, but I'm saying it just depends on the seriousness and severity of it. If it's not like what you just said, washing clothes, there's I don't think like it's 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 a direct link in certain whatever depending on what it is, not everything. Well, now you're saying something different. <laughs> but okay, but I believe in more so of the micro fear. I don't fear it for real, but there's something in between me and that action, and it's not um, time. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. So what do you guys procrastinate at? Tell me something. Don't say nothing, motherfuckers, because I know you guys personally. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, I procrastinate. I know exactly things I'm procrastinating on. Don't um. I procrastinate a lot on, um, well, not a lot, but I, like, take breaks. Too many breaks on my schoolwork, but it's, like, because I sometimes I just need to decompress and not cram too much. We've so already like, been through that alone. phase, Daniel. No, I'm way ahead of course. <laughs> I'm, already, I'm way ahead of course. As far as how I was in the past, I'm way ahead of course. If this was me when I was uh, in college, I'd probably be, like, head to felon right now, but... I'm like kind of closer to a B than a C, or like, or closer to a like I like I'm closer to passing the class than I am failing. Yeah. Years ago, I'd be I have a D right now, you know the way I used to be, but like I know I'm heads way above where I used I'm usually where I used to be for sure. So school is definitely like one thing I procrastinate on. I don't work like as hard as I can, but I'm working way harder than I used to. Um, uh, positions in our business, what we got going on. I'm procrastinating in certain areas, not all. Um, procrastination of 
In what certain areas? Uh, just things that I say I'm going to do um, that we've discussed. Uh, and then going forward, I probably don't do it. And you said something very good. Um, you said I don't something about school. I don't work as hard as I can or something mm -hmm. like that, right? How do we know what we can do? Because we say that a lot. And have we ever worked as hard as we could? Questions. Say, say that again. I'm sorry. Have we? I, I, my, I mean, my procrastination is my bad. No, go uh, ahead. Just to get mine in. Please. Um, I just think that I don't push myself or I just haven't been working as hard as I should be on my own personal business ideas and ventures. And I think that um, it's easy to procrastinate when you're the only one that wants to work on it. You mm. know what I mean? Like it's because it's your only thing. You know exactly how you want to do it and you want to do it your way. It's easy to do that when no one's holding you accountable. So. Uh, I think I just got to work on finding a way to hold myself accountable and making sure I schedule a time every day to do work on it and make sure I do it at that time. But anyway, go ahead. My bad with your question. No, that was beautiful. What are yours? That was really That's your own question. What do you procrastinate on? Um, honestly, um, when uh, I procrastinate on... My uh, kind of just similar, but like at another, in my own definition of like, just like I have big ideas too. And all it takes is, and I've seen the manifestation of it, mm. but I don't do that all the time. And so I procrastinate on multiple other ideas I have that probably won't take that much time, but it's like, is that really going to work? Is that really going to be a thing? Or, you know, uh, it's like a commitment to walk off that ledge. Mm -hmm. And so um, just uh, certain ideas that I have or been just I've been not doing. Mm. So and it's and I can easily def uh, defend myself like, well, shit, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I, mm -hmm. I got this going on. This is already going good. Blah, blah, blah. But then. I think about me using the word good. <coughs> what is good? You know, like I'm already doing good. I'm not saying and I'm not saying to myself, everything is excellent. I'm trying the hardest that I can. I know what I can do, like you said. But when have we ever actually done that? Is that a question? High school? Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know about Jay-Z. I feel like it first. depends on like what it is you want. You know it's a Jay-Z re yeah. reference for everything. Uh, of course. <laughs> first. You know, we got to get one in, <laughs> one in a pod. Come on. <laughs> Keep going. You know, it, it, it's just like we know not we know who we are, yet we know not who we may be. Mm. So that, I think that's the answer to your question. We're just spending our lifetime trying to find out. Everything is just, huh, let me see if I can, right? Right. I mean, most of the time. Yeah. Because, yeah, every experience, you you probably haven't done it. Exactly. So it, it, it's just to find out. 
And there's something that drives that will to find out. And is it fear? Mm, fear of what? Maybe not finding out. Mm. Fear of the regret, maybe. Mm. So, so, and and then once you, you know, once you experience that regret one time, and it, and it's something that matters, I think it, it, that's what drives you most of the time. But how long does it take for regret to set in, though? Uh, it depends. It, it depends a, on the on like the on long. the on the depth of the situation. Like you hmm. know, if, if it you think it's something that could really have changed your life that you maybe you didn't do or maybe you didn't take that job, maybe you didn't do this. You know what I mean? It could be instantly. Hmm. It you know, or maybe you know, hindsight is always twenty twenty though. So you always yeah. get some post post uh, action clarity. So, but look look at the society that we're living in today. How long do we really have to really sit and think like, oh, I regret this because it's we're living in a society of everything right now and no regrets. You living right now, YOLO. Are we really reflecting? Like that, that? That's 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 false. I mean, YOLO is a real idea. Yeah, you do only live once, but you you also learn to live with regrets once too. You know what I mean? So so I think that's part of it. Like. So uh, is that's just because if you I think if you don't have any regrets, I mean I can't say that. Never mind. Let me let me keep it quiet on that. (laughs) What is your point? I want to hear this. No, yeah, I'm listening. I I can't remember where I was going. What I was saying. (laughs) Um, back to what and also just uh, wrapping it around. Even though you were right on point, pool. Um. When have you ever worked? Some of that, when have you have you felt like you can? Do you feel like you know what? Do you feel like you know as hard as you can work? And if you do know, have you done it? And have you done it? When did you stop and why? That's cool. That's, that's when cool. I felt out how hard I can work was probably right before I went to Atlanta. Mm. I was uh, literally working my ass off uh, for basketball to get ready for the season. And literally, a doctor told me, because I ended up like messing up my Achilles a bit. I had tendonitis in my Achilles, which I still do have. And then getting checked up, and they told me, you're overworking yourself. Mm. You're working too hard. You need to calm down. Because mm. I was waking up early in the morning. Weight room, stairs, gym. Two a day, literally every day. What year was this? Uh, when did I leave? 2011. I left. Mm, nine years ago. Yeah, that summer, that I was really busted. I was going crazy. But Jay-Z had me first. <laughs> but, yeah, that's what <laughs> I, um, that's probably the hardest I've ever worked. For sure. Other than that, I'm just kind of half-assing it. Honestly. Mm. Right now, I'm working harder than I've worked at school than I've ever had, for sure. <clears throat> but... It's just, yeah, that's that's my answer. That's probably the hardest I ever worked. Um, what was your motivation at that time? Basketball. That was uh, my first love. So. Was it the idea that you could take it to the next level? That was part of it. Yeah, of course. The like yeah, like the love Both. of the sport, right? Like. Both. I was love of the sport. Just me hooping, playing against new talent. Willing to showcase my talent against those, that new talent. 
So did they think you sucked because you was from Cali out there? <laughs> like initially, this yeah. This week. <laughs> yeah, when I got there, just seeing you look at you and it's like, oh, he can't hoop. Mm. So I'm busting your ass, and then now it's like, oh, okay, he can hoop. Okay. So let's see what's up with you. What was your nickname out there? Tell us right now. Real questions today. <laughs> That's a real question, motherfucker. My nickname been pooped my whole life. Nah, what was your nickname out there? Niggas give you a different nickname when you come to the... To the uh, no man has ever given me a nickname oh in life. Oh, my God. Don't, <laughs> don't take it there on the manly game. It's not the manly Your game. Your masculinity is showing, Daniel. Ah! <laughs> it's just the truth. No man has given me a nickname. All right, next this isn't in one tours. Whatever. I don't want to no, be dude, hot sauce. You, you didn't ask the. You didn't answer the question. What? What? Is, what is, uh, when was it that you worked your hardest? That you knew that you worked your hardest, and why haven't you done it since then? Um. You know, I think the limits get tested all the time. Like there's. No, like Pooh said in what was that? 2011. Yep. When he was heading to Atlanta was a moment in his life where he knew he worked his hardest. What was that moment for you? When was that moment for you? Probably when I dislocated my ankle. Like, I was scared. I was never going <laughs> to. And it was, it mm. was like, I, it's, I'm saying dislocated, but it looked like it was broken. Like, my foot was mm. what year? at a 90-degree angle Ooh. to my foot, to my leg, excuse me. Um, I can't remember what year that was, but I just thought I was never going to work. I walk again. I thought I was never going to play basketball again. It was just a lot of physical therapy. Also, when I got hit off my motorcycle, that was also a lot of physical therapy and shit I went through. So probably those two times are times where I had to work and my mental was also tested at the same time as my physical ability. So, hmm. like, yeah, so you probably. worked your hardest. From get uh, from inflicting pain, from pain being inflicted. Well, I yeah. guess recovery to getting back to where you were is yeah, more yeah. so yeah. than where, where where I'm thinking that you're going from. Yeah. What was your nickname? What did the doctors call you? <laughs> <laughs> no nickname. No cool nickname. Oh, okay. uh, you, uh, you think you're funny? Okay. What we got, man? Um, <laughs> so, if I'm hearing you guys correctly. <laughs> If I'm if I'm hearing you guys correctly, this is um. Oh no 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 no! Before you go forward, uh, answer that so question funny. yourself. Oh, Daniel, Daniel, think he's so funny. When did I work the hardest? What's the hardest you ever worked in yeah. my life? Mm-hmm. Um, right now, this very day. Um, yeah, I think the work only gets harder as you grow up. Um, but yeah, I feel like I'm I'm pushing it to the limit, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll do my thing with the guac. I don't really like avocados. Um, nice little kick to a little spice. I guess Tasty, if I could huh? tell you a time with the, with the in which I, I Mexican parlor right now. Absolutely I knew I was working my hardest. Mm-mm. Probably. It's just tasty. Y'all throw me off right now. Fuck y'all. So your question is, uh, what's the hardest you work? We just chowing down on some of this homemade guac I put together. Mm, all right. Fuck. So, <laughs> yeah, what's the hardest you worked? Um, when was it? You said now and then. Right now. Other than now, I would say probably a time where I worked my hardest was also 2000. So many times to choose from. 
I'm going to go with 2000 and probably 10. Mm-hmm. Um, what was going on? No, it was really probably like 2009 to 2010 leading into it. Um, that's the year I, I, um, I joined the military. Mm-hmm. Um, what drove you to do that? Well, my um, tangent, uh, my family, um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, basically that time the market had crashed and my family couldn't co-sign any of my loans, Mm. long story short. You know what I'm saying? My mother had to move businesses um, for which uh, childcare is basically starting your business over. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was on my own in uh, North Carolina. and um, my cousin was like, Ruben, you might have to come back. And I'm just like, I can't. No, I'm gone already. I, mind you, this is, I'm about to start my second year. I'm started my second year. And um, I've heard so many stories of people going and coming back, like close family, friends, people who I knew and went to high school. You could go on and on and on. And that just wasn't going to be me. And um, at the same time, I had a good friend that was kind of going through the same thing. And um, we're just like, fuck, we're broke as fuck. What are we going to do? Mm. Maybe we just ended up uh, joining the military. And um, ROTC, through the military, commissioning as an officer in the uh, U.S. Army, dot, 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 dot. Mm. What forms or what forms or what habits do you think we can like implement to get rid of these procrastinations? No, go, uh, you, you know to get rid of these fears. You were saying something else, weren't you? No, 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 he was done. That was that was the tangent is done. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, you think, like, because it has to, you know, be a difference a bit um, to change those things. Absolutely, easily, not easily. Um, meditation, mm-hmm. um, as we read in. Um, Way to superior man, a good way is to just be with yourself for 10 minutes. And I really try to do that on a daily mm-hmm. um, uh, self-reflection. And I try to see what I write. What did I get from that meditation, you know? Um, you said, posted something a little bit of, a little bit ago that I laughed at. But um, Coming from the seven figure, seven figure nigga that you was talking about in the last episode, he probably don't know. He probably because he he was six figure nigga, six figure nigga. Uh, mm-hmm. He's like, um, what is it? Self, what is it? Self improvement is overrated, but it it sure doesn't pay or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, I posted that. Yeah, you posted that like hell long ago, but it stuck with me though. Um, Self improvement is overrated. Yeah. He's a parent. Hold on. Self-improvement is overrated, but it doesn't pay. It is underrated. It's underrated. Yes. But it doesn't. Oh, yeah. Yeah, people want fucking applause for doing the shit that they should be doing. (laughs) Exactly. So people show off their kids and be like, oh, they're babysitting and shit. Like, you're just being a parent. You're not really babysitting. Right. You know, things no like such that. thing. You no know, such yeah, thing as no, babysitting no, your own kid. Yeah, there's no points for being who you know, for being who you say you are. Or you're supposed to be, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
So that stuck with me, but um, also to keep going to what you're saying is um, uh, physical activity. Um, you're only gonna get a certain to a certain point in clarity if you're not moving your body. It's just like human being. It's like essential, honestly. But, you know, and that's different at different ages, too. If you're just walking outside, getting a good long walk, or as, you know, Drew said, a run or a workout or whatever, but something that is going to also aid, because especially if you're doing it on the constant, as you should for a human being, um, that's going to help you. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that some ways that we can kind of get distracted from that is because if our job kind of requires us to do some work, we can kind of um, be distracted from that type of way because we're already kind of physically aware due to our occupation. So that one can be erased. So I always say um, meditation, writing down what it is that you want to do, um, holding yourself accountable and telling your friends. And um, as we do, which is really good, um, but really hold to it because you have to know what the honor is in your word and what it is that you feel that is important and if it don't mean shit to you then it don't mean shit because you gotta be the one in charge of you so that's just a couple of things I can go well, on and on and let on let me ask you what have you always felt like this or what and if you did and what brought what, what brought along this like shift in your attitude towards this type of thinking hmm um when i was growing up going back to like elementary and middle school um i always give the analogy you never know you're living in the jungle if everybody around you is wolves right so um i don't think so i think that was a bad analogy yeah. i wanted to i but i didn't want to use the monkeys so that wasn't gonna happen so, yeah. uh, so I just had to change landscapes on y'all, my bad. Okay. But um, anyway, um, you get my idea. Yeah. Um, okay. And um, so I knew that I knew I had a general path to where I wanted to go, but I was tested with <coughs> adversity. Um, what when I told you guys when I was literally my whole security blanket, my secure anything, my roof my floor was taken from under me and at that moment i'm a grown-ass man you know like there's no one i could call i remember when i was 17 and i wanted didn't want to live with my mom and i said i could just live with my dad until i go i had two jobs i was working for safeway and footlocker and he said i couldn't come and he wouldn't and i usually had a hard time t calling him but at that time nigga was calling Straight up, make a show, nigga. You can't come here. You gonna be in Payless shoes, you right. know? And I was like, Payless shoes? What are you talking about right now? Right. Right. <laughs> but anyway, I got the general idea. From that moment on, I knew I was on my own. Right. And um, and I appreciated my mother for all she did. But you know, she can help me out with some everyday stuff. But a roof over my head—that's on me. And my brother is sitting down right now but he he's a burden as well and he had kids at 17 so he've been he was on his own right i was i had my own room we eight years apart i had my own room since i was seven right 
What was some uh for you? Or what do you think is for you can be some changes for your procrastination? That's what I asked him. What's some changes you think you can um, implement? Like I your said, life? I, I just gotta make sure I schedule the time and you know find some self accountability. You know, mm-hmm. self. The, I read something the other day. Self discipline is the highest form of self love. So, mm. you know, Damn. It's just something, Bars. It's just something, Speak. It's just something that I gotta practice and 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 you know make a habit and you know just keep building the habit day by day, day day by day, breaking it down to its smallest form. Just making sure I schedule time and stick to that time. You know. So. Mm. But what's that first moment like, though? What's that breakthrough moment when we actually It's just go being for tired it? of not doing it, probably. Like, for me, most mm. of the time, that's the time when I'm like... Like, you know, I've been on my run shit ever since I turned 30. Like, yeah. I'm like, I'm running every five, five days a week for the next 30 years. <laughs> mm. You know what I mean? Like, mm. so it's just being tired of, you know... So what's that tiredness like, shit. though? Tell me, is it like uh, like a gray cloud over you? Do you feel something eating at you? Yeah, what, what, kind of, you because get... you know you can perform better, you know? Mm. Like, when you know that better is inside you, and you've just been standing in your own way, and, and you're just ready to do something different, you just get tired of being how you've been, you know? You're just tired of how you've been living. Same question to or you, tired Pooh. of your habits, you know what I mean? You mm-hmm. asked everybody the question. Because like I said, that want to be better is inside everybody. You know what I Hell mean? Yeah. I, at least I believe so. No, I think so too. But, I you know, it. some people just don't listen to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True. Changes for me um, and my procrastination. I actually wrote this down, and I just haven't looked at what I wrote down. Uh, and he said it already, but it was a schedule part. I wrote that down already. Like, get on myself on a timed schedule what I should do when and when to do it mm. you know what I mean a lot of times I just yeah, I procrastinate <laughs> literally yeah, yeah I, I just don't I just don't do it like you know what I mean and it's like I, I tell myself over and over and over like this is what you need to do this is what you need to do and, and I make I the plan to do it but it's all good I make the plan to do it but sometimes I just like I be feeling like I don't need to but in reality I do cause it's like <coughs> You need to do this shit. Like, you paying for this shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, but though that that's definitely probably uh, number one for me is, is definitely getting my schedule together. And then two for me is just following my word more often mm. because I can tell myself something. Go deeper. I can tell other people shit. Like, I can speak life to anybody or, like, push somebody to do some shit. Mm-hmm. But I don't be listening to myself all the time, mm-hmm. which is like... When you can have honest conversations with yourself, it's yeah. the time when it's like that's, that's the tough. Time, that's the time when change comes most of the time. That's a really tough conversation though with that yeah. one in yeah. the mirror though. Honestly, the look in the mirror is the toughest conversation you'll ever have. Yeah, because you know everything. You know your because bullshit. Once, you know once once you get past that, it's so easy to tell somebody else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, right. Like exactly. I told the toughest nigga already. Right. Like, right. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, and and the thing about the planning thing is, I think people kind of overrate themselves a little bit and mm. they think that maybe they don't need to plan things and and they shouldn't you know they'll just do it when they do it and it'll work out but i think if anything that you know successful people have shown us or what is deemed as successful people um have shown us is is they make sure to plan things out 
Hmm. Like there's always a plan behind something and, and it's not just kind of moving on a whim yep. wherever the, the wind takes you. It's always a written, it's always a written down timed plan, timed goal. You know what I mean? So that I think is. there is some, some power behind it. Mm. That nigga juice got bars. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Um, I'm glad that you said that. Um, which I was gonna go into next. Entitlements. Why do we feel entitled? Um, I'm reading this book right now. It's called um, Subtle Art of Not Get of Not Giving a Fuck. Mm-hmm. And he kind of talks about how in the 60s to 70s, um, self-esteem started to be um, popularized in psychology and be a main part of society. But has that has kind of matriculated with the um, commercialism towards us having entitlement that we're better than what we actually are. Mm-hmm. And you guys just kind of spoke to this, like, I don't got to do this shit, but I do. Yeah. But where do we get this sense of we don't have to do something for ourselves? Or where do we get this sense of we don't look in our, look at ourselves? What do you guys, what do you guys think? Like, give me an example of what you mean. Yeah, the example is what Pooh just said. Like, I don't have to do this. You know what I'm saying? But I really do. But where do we get that from is where we feel like we don't have to do for ourselves. We don't have to look in that mirror. Where do we get well, that? Well, I think because most of the time the things that we want to do outside of the things that we have to do are not life-bearing decisions. And it's not rewarding. And and there's no real times. there's no real consequence behind Until not the end. doing it besides the mental fatigue that it causes. Yeah. So so I, I think that's the part of it. And most of us, you know, probably are living with depression or some piece of it, some form or whatever, some some you know, yeah. that we don't know of anyway. So it's easy to carry one extra little burden like that. Mm-hmm. At least that I mean, you know, at least how that's how I would no, yeah, most times it's because it's uh, the things you don't have to do and then things that you want to do, it's not rewarding. Because like, you would get up like to, for a job immediately. You know, you got to pay your fucking bills. You know, you got to do all of these things, rent, whatever it is that you have to pay. You know you have a check at the end of the week or after every two weeks. But if it's like something that's rewarding long term, then it's like, oh, I don't have to do this. Like, I'm choosing to do it, but I don't have to, like... You know what I mean? It just depends on... Yeah, I feel like that's where the entitlement comes from, too. It's not rewarding all the time. I, I And I think, you know, because I think the thing behind success and, and, and you know, you know, just being whole is the, the minor details. It's not really the major details. Mm. Like doing the things that you have to do, those are the major details. Mm-hmm. And and the things that'll make you great are, are, I think, the minor details. You know, it's the waking up at a certain time. It's the, you know, it's the, like me, like every time I go to work out, before I fucking go, I say, fuck, I don't want to do this. And I say that shit out loud mm-hmm. every time. Mm-hmm. But I still go. Because it's what I have to do in order to be look how I want to look. Exactly. You know what I mean. So it's 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 those things that'll make you great, and you know, it, it's something that that it's it's the 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 Mamba mentality. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean. Shout out to Kobe. Rest in peace. Shout out. Rest in peace to go. And DG too. Um. 
that's very interesting that you said and uh, both of you guys and which has also come from our dealings with success and thinking about from our parents and our grandparents and what they deemed as from success and the security of an actual paycheck so you guys said a lot of things right there and i appreciate you guys for doing that um but i just feel like there's and it sucks because we don't get that feeling to do for ourselves until we get that reality check from the security blanket that we have that, you know, we lost our job well, or they gave us less hours or they demoted us or something like that. So we're like, you know what? I need to do what I've been thinking I need to do, you know? Well, I mean, I'll give you what I think behind that. As far as how people in our community is, mm-hmm. that we've been so used to nothing that survival is just enough for us. Very and good. we get very caught up in that point and forget that the point of life is to live. Mm. And... You know, survival feels great to most of us because we never had shit. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's part of it. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I'm doing just what I got to do, and this is more than I've ever had, so it's good. Like, why do I need to work harder in order to go to some other plateau when I'm just cool now? Very true. I mean, also has something to do with um, how the uh, housing epidemic has kind of put people under pressure to not to not want to make over a certain amount of money and to stay where they're at until the rules change on them so that also has to be it's always a will yeah yeah that's part of the systematic idea that that we always speak of what do you think about that pool what's the question again come on man i lost the question what was the question I had an important message no, to send. No, what's the what's we call it? I did. I really did. I sh- you want to see? No, I don't want to. What's see the um question again? Okay, so let's kind of <laughs> go a little deeper then. You all want to see? Um, <laughs> the fuck. Ju, you were saying about <laughs> what we're used to, I really but to I think that has to do a lot with comfort. Can we speak to how comfort and procrastination and fear kind of make a make a loop? What do you guys think? I'm doing what I got to do right now. I'm cool. I can wait. Or as I don't want to do it. Or I don't really want to well, how be do you doing think it. Does? I feel like if I'm comfortable in a situation, like if I'm comfortable in a job. Okay, I'll give you a prime example from my life. Uh, 2014. I didn't get into dental school two times at this time. And at this time, my family member, she had a upstart booming business, which I was benefiting from very well. I had two offices, you know, I had a, had a nice apartment penthouse. What was the business? Oh, I remember the penthouse. Yeah. So what was the business? Um, they were shooting pool in that motherfucker. Con- constru- all kinds const- of shit. It had a little construction management on. and um, what Is was the traffic control? She hired. Anyway, um, but I like to go right there. I knew that I had 
to take some time off to study for this test and I knew that once I did that I was going to get in but I was going to take six months sabbatical basically and um, lo and behold I I was a fear like I was moving to Merced for low rent just to survive. Oh, you moved to Merced? I moved to Merced for six months. I remember that. Wow. Just so I, I could afford that. somewhere to live. And How my, much was the rent out there? Like, like three, four hundred bucks, bro. Wow. But I was, um, uh, I had a but roommate. it's shitty, though. It's shitty. No, there. it was, bro, I was right oh, there cool by UC, UC Merced and oh, Merced God. College. They had a little hoop. Court, but in my complex, oh, wow. I was walking distance from the little JC that they had. I How just got off Craigslist. From here? A couple few hours, bro. Yeah. A couple hours. Like three. Yeah. Nah, it was like two and a half. Two, All right, two and a half. Yeah. yeah. We played. It's a we minute. played against a school. Yeah. It's a minute. Yeah. But anyway, um, I had real comfort where I was at. I was doing well. I was doing good for myself. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, money, <clears throat> nice restaurants, cars, I had all that shit. Right. I was at the tip of my fingers. All I had to do was answer the phone. Right. And I'm buying my shit, I'm, and I have no problem. At that time, I'm I'm getting up Zooming, no kids. So right. what? <laughs> hey, what you need? I go. And I've always been the type to have been cool with doing errands anyway. Like, bro, I got some music. It's good. Um... But I knew I had a higher path. And I knew that where I stood hierarchically, she had six kids, I'm a nephew. There's no way I'm going to get passed down the business. You know? Right. So, I had to do me. And lo and behold, the opportunity wasn't there when I got back. Lo and behold, I ended up being a general laborer. Ended up being having a master's degree and just full-time doing lift. But lo and behold, here I am today. Privilege. So... Mm. Cheers. Oh, shot break. Salute. Salute. Let's pay some bills, bro. <coughs> Shout out to one of our sponsors, Just Cracking Seafood to Go, to go located at 1291 East Lee the Road. Shout out. Uh, directly across from Walmart and Popeye's. Sweet four. Chef special every Tuesday. Five ninety nine. My favorite dish there to get is the uh, garlic noodles. Chicken and shrimp. And or shrimp, sorry. And then uh black owned restaurant as well. Check it out. Whenever you get a chance. If you're ever in the city of Pittsburgh, check it out. Back on topic though. Uh Fears. I'm answer this question. Um, comfort and correlation of comfort and uh, procrastination. Um, when I was in my situation, uh, my relationship, I was very comfortable. I didn't have no issues. You know, she tried what, to push me for things. What is it about the relationship that makes, makes you comfortable? Yeah. Uh, that affects you. I was just able. She allowed me to do whatever I wanted to do. Like. There was no issues, you know, financially there was no problem. 
she allowed me to do exactly what I needed to do. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that comfortability being in a relationship, um, mm. it kind of was able to, it was uh, kind of allowed me to be comfortable and procrastinate on a lot of things that I was trying to pursue for myself. You know what I mean? So that's where the correlation comes from. Uh, also, uh, with school, basketball was a comfort zone for me as well. And without basketball, that's when my grades began to like fall. When basketball season was over, I did a lot terribly than when I did when I was actually playing because I knew that I needed to do this in order to, in order play. to play. And then once it's over, it's like, I'm not playing for shit. You know what I mean? So that was the correlation for me between the two. Uh, well, between comfort and procrastination because I was so comfortable just knowing that 2.5 is all I need. I can play. I got the grades. I'm good. For this five, six months that we just playing basketball, then the next three months, which is the spring semester, I'm not doing shit. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. right. uh, yeah, though that's definitely where my um, comfort and procrastination came. Those two things that I can most remember was a problem for me. What about you, Ju? Um, what's the question? Correlation of comfort and uh, procrastination. Like, what um, time in your life were you comfortable and, like, procrastination set in? Um, probably recently. Um, mm. Like, I was just comfortable working at this job, just doing whatever. Then I got laid off. Mm. Then it set on me, like, oh, this is not... Like, I could really get cut at any time, you know? Right. Even though right. I knew, Even though I knew that before. Well, we always know. But, you know, like, right. but it never really, like, happened. And I was, like, among the last to get laid off. So I thought I had dodged the bullet already and I was good. Mm-hmm. Until one day I noticed that, you know, my route for Friday had been cleared. Like, mm-hmm. I had no stops left on my route. <laughs> they pulled me in the office and said, Julian, we're going to have to lay you off. That's mm. when I knew. I wanted to laugh in their face, but. Shut up. No, because that that was it's not their fault. Like they they're just relaying the message. Right. Mm-hmm. They're a middleman. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So that that's when I really knew, like, uh, maybe this is not gonna be forever. And my my my, you know, my. What's the what are we talking about? The comfort. Fear? Oh yeah, yeah. My comfort was automatically taken from me at that point. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was, you know, all of a sudden I'm missing. What was supposed to be a great job? What was a unionized job? You know, mm-hmm. there's all this supposed to be security, blah, blah, blah. But coronavirus comes and takes it all away. Might as well take it all. You're going to want some more. So, sure. mm-hmm. that shit tasty, nigga. At that point, that's doing. when I knew, like, I got bars. I'm out of my comfort zone. I got to find yeah, out. This is where, this is where <laughs> it, it shows that you need multiple sources of income. Mm-hmm. So, that's a fact. You know. Yeah, you're right. And, 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 you know, and that, that's now my new goal, my focus for, you know, this next year, 30 to 31, is to focus on multiple streams of income, no matter how big or how small. Hell yeah. Hey, every extra $5 a month, nigga, is extra $5 a month. Yeah, it's $5 I did not have. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, you spicy. <laughs> Pooh. <laughs> but, uh. This is a beautiful episode, fellas. I think we really took it there. I think we really had a... Um... Oh, okay. Let's go Celtics. Mm. Mm. Sorry, um, 
I'm chewing on this fire guac by homemade by poo. Poison. <laughs> you don't see me next week. You know why? All right. Last final mm-hmm. final question. How much is your fears costing you in terms of health and happiness? This is more so for the listeners. Just give them some uh, kind of, uh, you know, helpful tips or helpful hand of what your fear will do and how it will cost you with your health and happiness. Uh, it's always going to cost you, I think, because um, like I read in 50 Cent's book that most people run away from fear and his job as a human being, he thinks, is to run towards it. Mm. Um, Say that again for the people speak! in the back. Say that again for the people Pe- in the back. That's people necessary. People run away from fear, and 50 Cent believes his job is to run towards it. Mm. Um, I think I said this before on here, but he got shot. Everybody knows he's been shot, right? Mm-hmm. So after he gets shot, he gets out of the hospital. He decides, I got to fucking get back. He's deciding I got to work out in order to get back because he lost all this weight, blah, 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 right? right. He decides, I got to run in the neighborhood. So oh, everybody, yeah, yeah. so uh, where I got shot at, so everybody knows I ain't scared. Mm-hmm. Like, and just setting that, you know, setting that image alone is like, okay, that's that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, you know, you always just have to tackle them, tackle them, tackle them. It might take you a while to get around to it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no shame in that either. Yeah, that's fine. Getting to it when you get to it is good, but just get to it is the mm-hmm. point. Yeah. Um, Honestly. So, yeah, that, that's what I got for you. Mm. What you got, Smooth? Um, what's the question again? Uh, question? How much is your fear costing you in terms of health and happiness for the listeners? I mean, my bad. Can I finish? Yeah, go no, ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. It just always, you know, if you live in fear, the, the, the regret the, the, the regret is always going to hurt more. If you don't tackle your fear, the regret of not tackling it is always going to hurt more than the actual doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Like working out, like the you know the feeling of being, the feeling you have after you don't work out is going to be worse <laughs> than the feeling that you felt when you were just you could have ran. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me. For you guys, something I can t- tip I can give uh, health-wise, uh, get up, uh, get active, exercise as much as possible. The fear of you, you know, looking a certain way or look you want only comes from you taking the initiative to do so. If you don't make it happen or, you know, have the wherewithal to get up or the drive or the energy to do so, you're going to stay the way you are. I hate when I see people be like, I wish... I need this body back. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, if yeah. you just go work for the shit, shit it's going to happen. I don't ever say that. <laughs> <laughs> ever. I got to get back to my comedy I said I got to get back in up. shape. I got to get up. back in shape. I'll be work, I work out. But I know I'm not getting back to 180. That was when I was, that was Why? young. Why do you I know that? I just can't. Because Why? I can't. Why can't you? Because I, I feel better See, that's over 200. No, I feel it. better me over 200 pounds. Just me. Oh, you feel better. Yeah. Right? Oh, okay. 180, like, I was, that was more so for sports. But mm. just walking around in everyday life, I feel better 200 or more. Okay. But uh, for people, yeah, just go work for whatever it is that you want. And then on the happiness side, uh, you're only as happy as um, the things you're going through. Like, just kind of learn how to mask it a little better. Talk to people, you know. Whatever it is you want to do, even if it's like a relationship, people fear Jumping into a relationship based on the past. As somebody you can meet and be the greatest person for you moving forward. And it's like, I don't, I'm scared because I got hurt before. 
right. or just your own personal happiness. If you're not happy, sit down, pray. You mm. know what I'm saying? Do something to, outside of the norm. You know, maybe you're not praying enough. You know what I mean? Maybe it's little things like that. But those two things on the health and happiness side is something I can tip to you to do going forward. Okay. Well, I'll say the last. And, um, mm-hmm. um, fear, let it drive you, not run you away. Let the fear of, like for my personal instance, let the fear of, not being able to pick up your son, not being able to run with your kid, not being able to get up and go whenever you want to drive you for your body. Let the fear of not waking up one day and eventually being fired for no good reason, but just because, and it's nothing personal. Mm-hmm. Be your driving force to do what it is that your dreams do. Um, let the fear of being desolate and complacent for years throughout your life drive you to what it is that brings you happiness. And happiness is is hard work. Happiness is not always fun. Happiness does not come with a smile. As we say, we get happy when we go to the gym. I don't see no happy faces in there, you know, (laughs) when there was a gym. So I would say let fear drive your um, health and happiness. Well said. Well said. Like Smooth already touched on, this has been an amazing episode. I hope you guys learned something and got something from it as well. Good job, guys. Great episode today. Um, And you want to close this out, Jew, before I close this out, Jew? Oh, okay. All right. He doesn't want to close his eyes. He's a little shy. Welcome back. He's the host. Oh, uh, the guest He's host. He's been promoted again. He's not yeah, doing yeah, the demoted. Yeah, call me a guest host. Guest then, host. Then I got to <laughs> close yeah, this we gotta out. Close huh? it out. We got to close then it out. Then I got to close <laughs> this out after I'm a guest host. Fuck <laughs> 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 Thank you for tuning in this far, man. It's been another a New Assistance Podcast. Shout you out. It's all on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all platforms from podcasts. We up out of here. We up out of here.